0: Have you got an old car gathering dust in your driveway? Want to make a difference? With America Can Cars for Kids, your unused vehicle, running or not, can help change a kid's life. Your donation directly supports kids, giving kids in need a chance at a better future. You'll receive a $50 gift card as a thank you. Give the gift of hope. Head over to carsforkids.org. Remember, it's cars with a C and donate today. That's carsforkids.org. This is your chance to make a difference. Right off the car, not the kid. This is a paid advertisement for legal services. Have you or anyone you know used a drug named Ozempic or Wigovi to treat diabetes or help aid in weight loss? These drugs have been linked to severe side effects such as stomach paralysis, persistent vomiting, and constant nausea. Do you or anyone you know have any severe side effects after taking one of these drugs? If so, do not delay. You may be entitled to compensation. Visit ForThePeople.com or call Morgan and Morgan today. 800-502-6600. Do not stop taking a prescribed medication without first consulting a physician you know the job was dangerous when you took it fred
1: i have a question Shh, be respectful
0: of me you can act like a man he's colossal stupendous one might even go so far as to say he's
2: mediocre i guess i should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that but the truth is i really did hate your guts this
0: is our single storm podcast
2: I'm going to posit a question here. I'm not even going to pretend to know the answer to. But on balance, what do you think? I go back and forth. I'm going to admit to you. I go back and forth. What do you think? Big tech, has it been a net positive or a net negative on this society? I think it's a fair question to ask. I think if we look at the advantages of technology and the disadvantages they bring us, I think it's a mixed bag at this point. I don't think anybody can definitively say it's a 100% curse or it's a 100% blessing. And maybe that's basically the description of everything that we've got. It's all depending on how we process and how we use those things. So let me narrow the scope. What about social media? Do you think social media, Facebook, X, I mean, let's, let's, uh, Lump all the newcomers into Truth Social, MeWe, Getter, those. Do you think that they are a net positive for this country? A net positive for our culture, a net positive for our kids. The technology that is Instagram, the technology that is TikTok, a China spy app. Do you think it's good for our children? Do you think it's good for us? I... uh, Folks, I remember Rush Limbaugh talking about Twitter. And this is Twitter 1.0 before free speech was reintroduced back in. But this was communist Twitter. And Rush considered it to be a sewer, which, by the way, it very much still is. It's very much still dominated by the left. It's just now the left wing can't complain and get you shadow banned on Twitter as easily as they once did. But I've got to be honest with you, folks. I, I look at social media, in particular the new ones, Instagram and TikTok, and I, and I think we can definitively say, by judging by how our children are losing this ability to interact their interpersonal relationships, and frankly, folks, I'm in my fifties, and I, sometimes I get stuck on the damn things, and it's, I think it is a net negative that social media is a net negative for this country. Censorship platforms like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, they are a net negative for this country, attacking the very fundamentals of free speech uh, under the guise of moderation, meaning we're we're moderating our content. And the, the problem is, folks, in the name of moderation, they're destroying livelihoods, they're destroying lives, they're destroying... Uh, discourse and conversations and debate and they're and they're doing so without any threats of reprisal because of some something called section 230 section 230 prevents lawsuits against these platforms the censorship platforms like facebook instagram and youtube You could spend all of this money, all of this effort, all of this time building up an audience on one of these platforms. The minute you say something they don't agree with, in the name of moderation, they take down your content. Even though, as we're finding out, all of these so-called conspiracy theories end up being true. And never an apology. Never, never any compensatory damages done to the people whose lives they ruined and whose livelihoods they ruined, they just say, oh, well, they just let it drop and they move on. And a lot of people are saying it's time that Section 230 went away. And folks, what Section 230 says is that if you are a free speech platform and everybody can come on and have a debate and talk, that you can't be sued if people say something that is objectionable you're not liable. The problem, the way the the way these big tech giants like uh, not well it used to be X when it was Twitter, but now that uh, Facebook and Instagram and YouTube, what they're doing is they're saying, well, this could be a threat. You know, uh, uh, talking about the Hunter Biden laptop could be a threat to our society. Where in, unless you call it Russian disinformation, you can't have any other point of view, and and it ends up costing bigly, I mean, costing the society. I mean, look at look at what the Hunter Biden laptop disinformation campaign run by these social media giants did. It did nothing but tee up destruction for this country. So look, uh, Section 230 says that as long as you're a free speech person and you're not doing anything, you can't be held liable. You're not reigning any content that is, that unless it's illegal, right? You can do that. The problem is that's what these sites are doing they're they are editing content and when they do that they cease to become platforms and they begin being publishers that can be sued under our laws if you're a publisher you can be sued and these these social media companies have the best of all worlds. They're taking advantage of the situation. They're claiming to be free speech platforms to, to guard themselves against prosecution and against lawsuits, but but they're acting as editors and getting rid of content that they, that disagrees with their politics, which happens to be universally left-wing. So there's a lot of damage being done in this realm, and a lot of people are searching for some solutions. And we discuss those coming up next on the Salcedo Storm Podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. I'm sure you've seen all these Obamacare commercials. If they were accurate, everybody would be happy. And your wallet wouldn't be dragged over the coals. In the real world, it appears those ads are just as much BS as Obamacare is. What if you're under 65 and need quality, affordable health coverage? American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays at the doctor and no deductible on all outpatient services, including surgeries. You pick your doctors and hospitals. There are private plans, enroll anytime, and there are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If you're paying too much for your own health insurance, call American medical plans they will customize a plan managed and chosen by you not the government a liberty loving american
0: takes on washington hollywood and the whole media establishment he's chris salcedo join his fight tune in to the chris salcedo show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax.
2: How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile, you using my promo code storm you support me and you keep my voice independent so just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me they can't because you have the power so go to patriotmobile.com slash storm PatriotMobile.com slash storm and switch today you can also dial 972 patriot check out all their discounts stop funding your political opposition help keep me independent spend your hard-earned money on folks who have your values not the woke crowd 972 patriot 972 972- Patriot. PatriotMobile.com slash storm.
0: Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and Pro Citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to TexasScorecard.com today.
1: It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking. No, of course site not, Senator. In this oh, Senator, country. that's ridiculous. No, S- it Senator, is not ridiculous. Uh, of you we don't want to turn around this, and tell don't want these this people. We content that, on our
0: platforms. We, why
1: don't you take it down? We do take we it down. We are here discussing. We We, do we more need work you to take all down to down than, work than, with than, us. Than, no, than, you're not. Uh, you are not. And the problem is, we've been working on this. Senator Welch is over there. We've been working on this stuff for a decade. You have an army of lawyers and lobbyists that have fought us on this every step of the way. You work with NetChoice, the Cato Institute, Taxpayers Protection Alliance, and Chamber of Progress to actually fight our bipartisan legislation to keep kids safe online. So are you going to stop funding these groups? Are you going to stop lobbying against this and come to the table and work with us? Yes or no? Oh, man, that's folks, that's
2: Senator Marsha Blackburn and Marsha Blackburn, as you can tell, she's she's ticked off, massively ticked off. How many of you knew that big tech was colluding with all of these organizations to thwart legislation. We, we've known about the problem of censorship that big tech presents, the trafficking of, of unacceptable t- material to, to children, the bad influence of big tech. How many of you know there were legions of organizations and lawyers preventing Working against the American people on this. I got to tell you, I knew that the, there was a list. I didn't know it was that long.
1: Against this and come to the table and work with us, yes or no?
0: Senator, we have a...
1: Yes a, or no? Of course we'll
0: work with you on, on the legislation. Okay, I mean, the it's, door it's is to,
1: open. We've got all these bills. You need you need to come to the table. Each wow. and every one of you need to come to the table. And you need to work with us. Kids are dying.
2: Wow. Kids are dying, she says. And this this is of course the the spike of child suicide that accompanies their exposure their young minds to the social media platforms which by the way have been geared specifically to target the child's minds and what it is doing to our kids is unconscionable not to mention the cyberbullying and 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 all of this stuff that develops from social media sites. So The push is now finally on. As a matter of fact, I think this is the only issue I can find where Democrats and Republicans are actually working for the benefit of our nation. They they, they are together on illegal immigration, but they're working to harm all of us on illegal immigration. Let me bring in Daniel Cochran. He's a senior research associate in the Tech Policy Center at the Heritage Foundation. He develops and advances policy to rein in tech censorship and and surveillance, protect children online, and to ensure that emerging technologies – Prioritize the health of American democracy, markets, and culture. Daniel, welcome.
0: Chris, it's great to be with you today. Thank you.
2: What did you think about Marsha Blackburn? There, she had she didn't hold back, did she, man?
0: Senator Blackburn, I think, was spot on. And and to your point earlier, we see that companies are colluding with all kinds of special interest groups to, perver- to preserve special protections for themselves while they continue to harm our kids and our democracy. It's absolutely e- egregious, and lawmakers need to act to address this harm.
2: What was your general takeaway? Do you, do you share my evaluation? It appears that Republicans and Democrats have a great deal of concern over what big tech is doing, in particular to our most vulnerable in the society, children.
0: You know, it's striking, Chris, because I was in the room and, and, you know, in an age where Democrats and Republicans don't agree on a lot, it was striking to hear senators from both sides of the aisle uh, say that this is a bipartisan issue. In fact, the Senate Judiciary Committee has reported out multiple pieces of legislation, um, in, in some cases, unanimously. Uh, to address the uh, harm to children that these tech companies are causing. So uh, amidst a very uh, contentious, what looks to be a very contentious election year, I think we can look to protecting kids online as a area of consensus for the country.
2: I think so. And and as I noted, there is bipartisanship on, on, uh, Capitol Hill between Republicans and Democrats on illegal immigration they're colluding to harm the American people. On this particular issue I'm confident in saying they're actually working to help the American people. And of course, there's always room for people that are selfish and self-interested. There there are positive aspects of the tech industry that I really don't want government to get their meat hooks into. How do we how do we bat, walk that tightrope, walk that fence line to make sure that The good elements of entrepreneurship that big tech provides, that we don't quash that while we're working to protect the damage big tech has been doing to this society?
0: Well, I think it's an excellent question, Chris. And I think one of the the important things to recognize is that these companies, they enjoy significant benefits, uh, so one of those benefits is what's called, you know, you probably, your listeners probably heard it, it's called Section 230. It's mm-hmm. part of a larger law that Congress passed in the nineties called the Communications Decency Act. And what Section 230 does, it basically does two things. First it says tech companies can't be treated as the publisher, um, of information on their platform that's, that's pro- provided by a user, right? Uh, and then the second part of that is that they, they can't be held civilly liable for good faith efforts to block certain content. Now, what's interesting is that in enacting this statute, especially with respect to that, that second part I mentioned, Congress was actually recognizing the, the harm that obscene material could cause, especially to minors. And Congress, in their wisdom, wanted to ensure that companies were taking reasonable steps to protect kids um, and, and providing early blocking features, early filtering, et cetera. Now, as the Internet has grown up, we've seen a lot of these corporations um, have been grossly negligent in addressing harms to kids. And one of the things we need to do, Chris, is recognize that a lot of what's going on to our kids, it's not it's not by accident. A lot of what's going a lot of what's happening on on social media. And and, and one thing I want to highlight is child sexual exploitation. That's Mm -hmm. something that was brought up in the hearing. It's been a topic of recent congressional investigations a lot of writing you know a lot of those things are happening by design and now you know it was mentioned several times during the hearing especially with respect to Mark Zuckerberg uh, that maybe these guys they don't intend for uh, you know minors to be um, you know to be preyed upon by by you know in many cases criminals but the reality is that the way that they've designed their platforms facilitates just those yes, kinds of harm.
2: Yes, and, so, and, and not, yes. To ma- not to mention there is also research out there that, that shows that the way they create the, the, the layout and the color schemes and the, interac- yes. the interaction is designed to, to stimulate certain centers of the child's brain, which promotes uh, addiction which promotes uh, your child being lost in a digital world and, and suppresses their ability to have personal interaction with actual human beings. And we're seeing the negative impacts on society of that. Did that get addressed during this hearing?
0: Certainly. I mean, there, so, so the hearing was pretty broad, broad ranging. And you know, one of the things that people have to remember, I think this is uh, uh, something that Senator Blackburn mentioned Uh, So there was a whistleblower that recently came out, and his name was Arturo uh, Behar, and he was a contractor with Meta. He worked on Instagram, which is one of the platforms, one of the, frankly, worst abusers when it comes to kids online safety. And he came out and said, look, there are specific features that are actually algorithms that are promoting. Sexual predators. So they're allowing sexual predators to find kids and connect with them online. That's an example of design—a design feature that's facilitating harm to children, and that's what legislation needs to address. So that's how you have the light touch approach, but you get after the harm at the same time.
2: And of course, you know the left wing, uh, big users of this, uh, of these relatively new mediums, and the left wing, uh, primarily charged in the society with the grooming of children. Uh, whether it be inside of GovEd, uh, this this normalization of sexualizing our children by the American left. It's sick, it's disgusting. And as you rightly point out, being aided by uh, big tech, which also by and large skews left. Daniel Cochran, he's a senior research associate in the Tech Policy Center at the Heritage Foundation. He's our guest right now. I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about censorship. Uh, as you know, the government has been found to have colluded with big tech using taxpayer resources and taxpayer funding to suppress our voices online, ours, meaning uh, conservative voices online. Did they, did they touch on this at all in this hearing, or, or were kids primarily the focus?
0: You know, kids were primarily the focus, but censorship is sort of that issue that you know, just never goes away. Because, frankly, uh, both of these problems, both the, the, the child protection issue that you've talked about, and the censorship issue, they're downstream of the, the what I'll call the bigger problem, and that is the mass centralization of power uh, in a handful of large companies that effectively control the well, we'll say the digital public square. Mm-hmm. That's the real issue. When you have centralized power, I mean, the American founders recognize this, right? Whenever you have centralized power, it's always cre- it's always right for abuse. And that's what we're seeing these companies do.
2: Well, I don't often get to say this, but Lindsey Graham made a great point during this hearing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, again, somebody it on the calendar, I, I, I can't remember the last time I actually said this, but here's Lindsey Graham, and you already touched base on this. It's section 230. I think that the American public is still, still pretty ignorant about what this does. But I think Lindsey Graham did a decent job of summarizing this. Listen.
0: I am saying that the products you have created with all the upside have a dark side. Mr. Citron, I am tired of talking. I'm tired of having discussions. We all know the answer here. And here's the ultimate answer. Stand behind your product. Go to the American courtroom and defend your practices. Open up the courthouse door. Until you do that, nothing will change. Until these people can be sued for the damage they're doing, it is all talk. I'm a Republican who believes in free enterprise. But I also believe that every
1: American who's been wronged has to have somebody to go to to complain.
2: Right. And at, at this point, right now, Daniel, we, we don't. As, as those who have been shadow banned, those who have been... Uh, completely banned off these various social media sites under Twitter 1.0, of course. That was a regular occurrence. Where you would build up a business, you'd build up uh, a following, and then as soon as some left wing nut job in one of these these uh, tech companies found out you were a conservative, they attacked you economically and they either, as I said, shadow banned or banned you completely. And if you wanted to complain, you were in some dark hole. They just turned off this relationship between consumer. And and business was is completely bastardized under this protection, Section 230, that allows them not to be sued and allows them to do basically whatever the hell they want. And that's got to go, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. So I I think it's it's important to note exactly what you said, that. Section 230 was enacted by Congress with the best intentions, right? And this was 1996. It was, you know, before Facebook, before a lot of these companies even existed. And at that early phase, right, the intent was create conditions that would facilitate an open public square, a, a place where people could share information freely.
2: Yep.
0: But to your point, um, as as the Internet developed and Power was centralized in a handful of platforms. The platforms weaponized a statute that was intended to protect speech. They've, wept it, they've weaponized it against speech. And the great state of Texas, uh, your, your state, uh, has done a lot on this front. I, they're, they're, uh, as you know, they have a statute that would essentially prevent social media platforms from taking down user speech based on its political uh, or, or religious view uh, views. And that, that's actually before the Supreme Court later this month. So I'm 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 hopeful that we'll see action not just from Congress but from the states see, in order to address some of these these issues.
2: And, yes, and, and folks, what, what the centers around is uh, what is a publisher and what is not. Big Tech has claimed, "Hey, we're just open and free platforms. We can't be held liable for what you know individuals who use our service do." I mean that that would be patently unfair. However the minute they started restricting content the minute they started censoring conservative voices and calling it dangerous the minute they started doing that they ceased from being open free speech platforms and they became publishers and when they become publishers they should be open to legal avenues for people to have a uh, to be able to redress uh, some grievances they have with these conglomerates these these massive these massive companies, and that is the crux, and that isn't that the basis of which two thirty either has to be reformed or done away with.
0: So, so there's there's actually two parts, and I, I would say so. The first part is what you said; it's it's that they they shouldn't be treated as publishers of speech that's created by users. Um, but the second part, I think, is is actually so. It's part two, which I think is is really goes to the censorship question, and it basically says that. A uh, interactive computer service can't be held civilly liable for a good faith effort to suppress or block certain content. And I'm quoting the statute that the provider or user considers to be obscene, lewd, lascivious, filthy, excessively violent, harassing or otherwise objectionable. Now, obviously, that would apply to all the content that you know we're, we're talking about right. in uh, the congressional hearing, but it certainly shouldn't apply to constitutionally protected speech and and certainly not to our ability as americans to express our views on important matters of public concern like
2: elections
0: like public health etc
2: daniel cochran he is the a senior research associate in the tech policy center at the heritage foundation if folks want to support you and your work trying to bring some accountability to big tech where can they go
0: Well, I would encourage them to visit uh, heritage.org and learn more about our policy positions. We're always happy to uh, lend an ear and any help we can provide.
2: Great talking to you, man. Thanks very much for being here.
0: Thank you so much, Chris. Have a good day.
2: That's going to put a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Visit a couple of websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. At Texas Scorecard, you'll find out about all of these uh, efforts to target our children, whether it be through big tech or through GovEd or the other attacks in the state of Texas and around the country on our children. When you go to ChrisSalcedo.com, you're going to find me, the Chris Salcedo shows on AM 700 KSEV, The Voice of Texas, simulcast on Getter and Rumble, and also the television show that is on Newsmax 2. That's the simulcast of the radio show. And another TV show that is exclusively for TV on Newsmax 1 in the afternoon, 4 o'clock until 5 Eastern. So until you and I visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth is not measured by how much power is stolen by an out-of-control government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. In short, we the people. You stay safe out there, my friends.
1: Open your world to all that SeaWorld San Antonio has to discover. Meet new faces up close of orcas, belugas, and dolphins. Seek new adventures aboard the all-new Catapult Falls. Launching this spring, expand your horizons during the cultural extravaganza, Mardi Gras. And see the good your ticket does in helping us save animals. There's so much more to SeaWorld than ever before. Get tickets for as low as 49 dollars Restrictions apply.